If you have an unquenchable thirst to crush your bucket list, relentlessly pursue your dreams, and live life on your own terms, then turn up the volume and tune in. You're now listening to Zeph and Moses Blacksburg on the Year of Purpose podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Zeph and Blacksburg with another episode of the Year of Purpose podcast. And today I have my friend Tara Magalski. And Tara is a certified holistic health coach specializing in emotional eating and spiritual food, lifestyle entrepreneur, motivational speaker, author, TV personality, and philanthropist. She is a sassy, ambitious self-care maven from the Hudson Valley, New York. And she is the founder of Divine Lifestyles and TaraMagalski.com. Divine Lifestyles is a multimedia healthy lifestyle brand that provides tools to feed your spirit, mind, body, and mind and body by creating content that educates, inspires, and transforms. And she's been featured on Fox 5 Live as a health expert and CNBC. And today she is joining us. Tara, how's it going today? Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. So it's we've been kind of catching up every now and then, and it's really good to speak with you today and see how things are going. So tell me this, what is new in the life of Tara and the life of Divine Lifestyles? Okay, all right. Where should we start? Um, what's new? I've got a lot of cool projects in the works. As you know, being a fellow entrepreneur, uh, you're always creating something new and exciting. And I am in the process of writing my very first book um, called Let Your Mess Be Your Message. And it is how we take our experiences and let them shape our voice. So um, I just started writing this. So as you know, things will change as I um, as I go down the line here, but hopefully that will be available uh, next year. And I'm creating some really cool digital products, um, a cleanse, something that I've worked with my clients for a couple of years. I'm going to take that online and uh, do a video series with that. And I'm also creating a eight-week program, Nutrition for Addiction. Um, I'm playing around with the name, but um, it's basically another signature program that I've used with clients, and I'm going to turn that into a digital product. Very cool. Well, so yeah. tell me kind of where your idea for this book started, because I'm really interested in, in that topic. That sounds really unique. Yeah. Um, well, I've been writing a lot and blogging, and I've had some great feedback. And you know that I also uh, have a podcast, and I just love sharing stories. So I love to highlight people on my podcast that have stories of healing and transformation. So it got me into wanting to write. So I just started writing and scribbling and um, my coaches and my boyfriend were were really um, pushing me. They said, just write a book. You need to just put everything in one place. So I started that and I hope people will want to read it. I'm sure yeah. they absolutely will. I mean, it's so it sounds like it's something where you're both discovering your own voice and helping others to discover theirs too. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. It's about, uh, so it'll be a lot about my journey, my story, and transitioning into um, the entire journey up until, you know, the moment the pen stops writing on the paper. But it's really about, it's more of a self-help and has tips and tools, nutrition tips, lifestyle tips, um, how we allow our own experiences to shape who we are, and really stepping into that authenticity. So, um yeah, 
That's awesome. And, and so you had a unique experience that has kind of shaped where your life has gone in the past, you know, couple of years. And mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's been interesting just to see your journey and where things are going. But I'd love to share with, you know, the Euro Purpose Tribe and everybody listening in just a little bit about how you got to this point. Because right now, obviously, you are self-employed, you've got some amazing new freedoms. And, you know, these things obviously don't happen overnight. But uh, but often in most cases it takes uh, a relatively major event in your life right to kind of have you hit that reset button and say you know it's time to make a change so uh, i'm curious to hear from you you know a little bit about your experience and what was it for you where you really said all right you know i'm not really doing the things that i should be doing uh, and how you found out what you really should do yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's a good question. That is the question, right? What is that catalyst moment? Um, for me, it was, I'm not going to say it was a series of moments, but it definitely had a lot to do with both of my parents um, having struggles. My mother had passed away when I was 27. Uh, that was about seven and a half years ago now. And I was on a completely different trajectory for my life. I was um, acting and modeling full time. And I was super excited to move to LA. And I was planning on moving to LA in September of 2008. And I was just doing movies and my life was very different. I just was not at all in the self-help healing space. I was very much in entertainment. And then when my mother did pass away through um, a combination of pills that was very sudden, I, you know, the rug was definitely pulled from out underneath my feet. Um, I'll also share that my father was also using drugs and we had already known that he'd been on drugs and he had been in and out of rehab up up until the point that my mother passed away for about five years. So I was already, you know, struggling a little, struggling a little bit with, you know, okay, this is my reality with my father because it was like a later in life onset of drug use. wasn't when I was um, growing up. So it was as if everything that I had lived up until that point wasn't really real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. After my mother passed and I realized, wow, there was definitely negligence on her part. She was definitely popping pills, but. It was a combination of um, of prescription pills that actually was the deadly factor. And I always like to share this because I think people need to know. She was taking Chantix, which is a non-smoking drug, and that mixed with Darvon and any type of Vicodin or generic form of Vicodin, um, Wellbutrin, and Xanax can be deadly. And I know um, three people personally who have died from that combination. They go to sleep and they do not wake up because uh, the brain is completely suppressed that you actually forget, it. your brain forgets to tell your lungs to breathe and you suffocate in your sleep. So I always like to share that tidbit because I feel like people really need to know, anyone who's listening needs to know if they have a family member to please tell them to stop taking it um, or do some more research. 
Um, but yeah, that, that was when I shifted. That's when my shift um, uh, took place. And so it was a culmination, like I said, of seeing my father struggle and then losing my mother where I had a big wake up call. And I realized, you know, suffering with depression for about two years, um, my health really suffered a lot. I was, um, I always knew how to eat. I always knew how to work out. I was a dancer and I was, you know, in, um, in the health industry. Um, per se, you know, I worked out and stuff. I was a dancer, like I said, so I kind of knew um, what to do. I wasn't doing it and I really suffered with my health and I was very underweight um, and I was very depressed. So that was a wake up call for me to go back to school and to learn about how to heal your body naturally and how to heal yourself with food, with whole foods. And uh, that completely turned my life around. And that's how Divine Lifestyles was birthed. <laughs> that's awesome. And so it, real quick, just jumping back, I just I want to say that it always saddens me to hear that uh, someone has to go through a huge life change, right, to like want to make that change in yourself. Like, it, it's a shame that it, it comes at the cost of, of seeing someone else's pain, right? And yeah. so I'm curious to hear from you, do you have just any advice for anyone who perhaps has not gone through, you know, an extreme lifestyle shift, but understands that, you know, they could be taking care of their body better, they could be taking care of their mind or their spirit better? Um, you know, what if you were to go back before those things happen and give advice to your younger self? Like, what could we say to people who, uh, while they may not have had this huge event go on in their life, uh, but they still want a desire to change? Um, what could you tell them? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So interesting when we look back, right? You know, we see everything so clearly. Um, I would say your health is the most important thing and your health needs to be your top priority. And a lot of times we just don't think of our health, right? Because we're young and we go, we go, we go. And we think that we're never going to um, get sick. And our lifestyle choices, we need to really think clearly about our lifestyle choices. I mean, before, what I would tell my younger self is I was living a really fast-paced lifestyle. You know, late nights, early mornings, lots of drinking, lots of eating out of dinners, and really not um, staying grounded and being grounded um, in, in anything. I was kind of moving really fast. It's kind of addicted to the fast-paced lifestyle um, where you play hard, <laughs> you work hard. So I would tell anyone who's listening is start asking yourself those questions. Do you fall into those categories? Because I find a lot of times with the clients I work with now, everybody has something that is out, a little bit out of alignment or out of balance. Um, whether they're working too much, they're addicted to working, um, whether it's going out and partying, whether it's um, having lots of girlfriends, you know, whether it's um, emotionally eating. So we all like can have these imbalances in our lives and we just have to ask ourselves those simple questions. You know, am I living the best life that I can live? How, how do I feel after I eat certain foods? Um, do I have a daily self-care practice? Um, do I have a spiritual foundation? Do I have healthy relationships in my life that are serving me? 
That was a really big one for me because I had to really cut out certain people in my life that were not serving me. That was really huge because we, I got stuck in a lot of destructive um, behavioral patterns and I couldn't break them until I broke the friendships. Um, so I would say just start asking yourself those questions. And of course, a lot of people, by the time they come to me, they've already have been suffering. So they're either seeing a physical manifestation of their emotional state, whatever it is, they're either um, underweight, they're either gaining lots of weight and they can't get the weight off, or they're suffering with some sort of depression and kind of um, mediocrity, like lackluster. Um, you know, they don't have that spark for life anymore. Mm -hmm. So they end up coming to you after the damage has already kind of been done, where if you start asking yourself those basic questions, um, you can avoid it. It's interesting because Tony Robbins says this, um, and I like to say this, um, change usually comes from inspiration or desperation. And I always say, let's try and, um, and have those life altering moments come from inspiration, right? Rather than having those painful situations. Um, if we can start, I would say self-improvement, right? Start working on your self-improvement in all the areas of your life. Start asking yourself those questions. Um, start asking the deeper questions in life, you know, what am I here for? What is my passion and purpose? Um, am I living in alignment with my core values? Am I living in alignment with my truth? Or am I just, you know, taking a job, paying the bills, drinking the Kool-Aid, and um, am I really fulfilled, you know? Yeah, well, it's like, are you continuing to live the fast life and distracting yourself from you know, your real life. And, and I think that you brought up a really good point that a lot of things going on externally uh, really do take its toll on your body internally. Uh, yeah. So if you're having stomach issues, if you're having headaches, pain, you know, even if your your mind is just kind of foggy or clouded, uh, that all can be a direct result of the things going on in your life. Um, I was just curious real quick to hear, what were some of the characteristics of the people that you decided were not good to keep around you? Negative negative limiting beliefs, um, people who were in habits of drinking um, socially many times during the week. That was something for me that I had to cut out. I had all week, you know, week drinking had to go. Um, I had to give myself some, some really, really uh, strong boundaries because uh, another thing I would say is people who are energy suckers, people who come into your life and really take and they're not really filling you back up. You know, the friends that really need a lot of your energy that um, don't always serve you or want to, um, you know, we all have them. Yeah. So it's just getting really clear on the people that you want to be around, you know, because we really are the sum of the five people that we hang out with most. So who do you want to be like? Are you hanging out with people that you admire, that you want to strive to be? And are they nourishing you? I love this episode so far. And I want to take a brief moment to talk about improving yourself each day. 
I know you are a huge fan of living life on your own terms, but if there's one thing I've learned in my journey, we need to constantly grow and look to others who have been in our shoes, which is why I've partnered up with Audible to give you one free download of your choice from over 180,000 books. Start your free 30-day trial by visiting yearofpurpose.com slash audible. Now back to the show. That, that's yeah. that's a pretty fair question. I, I can definitely relate. I did have to, to make these changes in my own life uh, when I first started to do things. And you really have to stop and look around at, at who you're spending time with and who you're spending your time on. Because I think that um, I had found that, uh, you know, some people around me were asking for my time but weren't exactly there wasn't really a friendship right like we all have those people who just continually ask us for favors uh and sometimes we have to cut them out because we don't get enough to do enough favors for ourselves (laughs) and so you know there is that factor of, of taking care of yourself and uh it's very tough because obviously you know as human beings we're non-confrontational we don't want to cut people out of our lives we love to interact with people uh but it's something that you do have to do and so thank you so much for sharing that um tell me about food and and how this heals because i know personally i've been a huge fan of you know if i get sick the first place i go is to the supermarket and i pick out certain certain food items and so you know i'm always the first one to go to food instead of medicine and i'd love to hear just a little bit of your perspective on you know what types of things are you eating maybe throughout the week you know what are you doing uh if you kind of feel a cold coming on to try and prevent that or if you get one you know how to kick it um we'd love to hear that from you Yeah, um, food, let thy food be thy medicine, right? That is, I I always have gone to that first. You know, if you're not feeling well, a a lot of things that we have, any any problems in our stomach, digestive system, gas, bloating, all of our gut health is usually the root of most sicknesses. And you can really heal that through having certain types of foods, you know, anti-inflammatory foods. And, um, You know, I always bring my clients through um, a a series of a whole food based cleanse when we start working together, just so I could see, you know, for each person, it's a little bit different. But just to give you like a broad sweep, um, of course, I have clients remove dairy, refined sugars, processed foods and some animal proteins, depending on what their symptoms are, because that's a really good way to gauge, Okay, what is happening? Are we, where is the inflammation coming from? Um, is it an allergy to something? Obviously gluten-free um, and really just amping up a plant-based diet. Those are just like broad strokes, but I, they're good for, I mean, they're great for everybody. Yeah. You really can't go wrong with that to start there. And then you tweak depending on someone's, um, you know, their, their independent case. But uh, plant-based diet, I do that. I try and do 80% of that every, you know, every day. I juice, I, I try and get those greens in, I cold press, and also I do smoothies. Um, I supplement. Um, supplement is really, really key for me because I've been trying to go vegan. I'm not 100% there. Um, everyone knows he says, oh, you're vegan. I said, I try. Sometimes my body says, I need to have um, red meat probably every couple months, and I also need to have fish as well. But um, I go through through phases where I go on my vegan cleanses. I do that usually for maybe 30 days to three months, and then I see how my body is feeling and reacting. 
But it's really about getting in tune with what your body needs because your body's going to tell you. So I help my clients just you know, fine tune that and connect the dots. Okay, so this is how you felt when you were eating these foods. Now, how do you feel? Do you have more energy? Um, and then connecting the dots so that everyone can be their own food detective, really. You brought up something important there that I think we might have, you know, I maybe I forgot to bring up before, but inflammation is a huge deal. And inflammation actually, I mean, I've been reading more and more research actually in the last month that inflammation can have a huge correlation to depression, to anxiety, to panic attacks, to a lot of things that, you know, I went through in my teenage years. And I know that my diet was terrible back then. I mean, very high in gluten, which I do have a bit of a sensitivity to right now. Um, you know, very high in, in dairy products, uh, in fast food and, you know, things that are just not good for your body. Um, and so I, I'm really glad that you brought up inflammation. So just for everyone listening in, you know, food does really affect the inflammation inside of our bodies and inflammation really does affect the things going on in our brains and in our mind. Uh, yeah. And on that point, I work with, I have a partner right now we work with sober living facilities and we really look at how to use nutrition as recovery, like relapse and recovery, recovery and relapse prevention. So basically, how do we take nutrition and show them that it's so, it's so important. It's such a huge impact on how you're going to feel. So if you're already depressed and you're on pills and you're numbing yourself, how are these foods really going to affect you? I mean, you can have chemical imbalances just from certain foods that you're eating. You can get depressed if you're having processed foods that have red dyes. You get more agitated. Um, if you have too much sugar and you're spiking and then you're crashing, you're going to feel low, you know, a lull in your body. So food is so important. Um, and, and so we're looking at creating some programs now for, for addicts. So it's really exciting. It's kind of like the, the final piece yeah. that I feel that people really need when they're recovering. And also with young women who have eating disorders as well. That's awesome. You're really sharing something special with people. And uh, I think that we don't put as high of a value on food as we really should. Um, so moving on just a little bit, you know, I, I know that food is probably a huge part of living a quote unquote divine lifestyle for you. Um, you know, what is, uh, what are all the aspects of a divine lifestyle? I saw uh, you just posted a video on Facebook, I think a few hours ago, like dancing in New York with this old guy in the middle of the street, just having a blast <laughs> and a good time. So like, you know, it's, I think uh, people see that type of a lifestyle and they're like, man, I really wish I could be there. And, you know, you and I both know that it's really not all that complicated. We just tend to make it complicated. So I just want to hear from you, you know, what is a divine lifestyle to you and what does that mean and, and how do we get there? Yeah, um, well, it all started really for me when I was struggling to really find my purpose and find my passion and to find my calling. Like I said, after my mother passed, I really was not living in alignment with my core truth. I thought I was. And then after having a deeper understanding of who I was and getting more in tune with and connected with God and, and spirituality, I realized, wow, I really am not living the life that I feel like I'm called to live. So that's where Divine Lifestyles came from. It came from deep meditation and prayer on who am I? Why am I here? What am I called to bring forth? 
I, I know that I'm here to do something special and I'm not sure what that is. So it was asking those questions. And for me, it was about really stepping into a balanced, harmonious, healthy life. You know, spirit, mind, and body. And connecting those dots. Because like I said, there, it's one thing to, to feel good. It's another thing to just look good. You know, you want to feel beautiful and wonderful and fit from the inside. And that doesn't just come by restricting yourself on calories. You've got to go in, you've got to dive deep, and you have to do the work. So for me, that's what Divine Lifestyles is. It encapsulates all those parts of, of, of oneself. You know, having a spiritual practice or a foundation, um, you know, having healthy relationships, having a career that you're passionate about, um, giving back. You know, that's such a big part of who I am is, is my philanthropic efforts where I'm able to create a life of freedom now where I can, you know, give back. That's such a part of who I am, expressing who I am, living in alignment with your core values, speaking your truth without, you know, with no apologies. I always say unapologetic truth telling and creating sacred spaces for truth telling. That's that's to me part of a divine lifestyle um, because I see a lot of people, especially online, and um, they want to create these images of how things look and how they want it to look, and you know, smoke and mirrors. Which I get it. I get it. Um, you know, put it out there so I can manifest it. But I really feel like I'm called to speak truth speak truth into people's lives, have them be able to be in a space where they can reveal and speak their truths. Um, and that's really where it, it's all stemmed from that. And then I've been able to, I've been fortunate enough to have live events, um, teaching under the gamut of life skills to nutrition, to working with people on different uh, behavioral issues with psychology of eating and behavioral issues, um, addiction. So um, it's kind of evolved. Yeah, it, It's definitely evolved into something much deeper. Uh, I started out in a coaching practice five years ago, working with busy professionals who wanted to lose weight. And just by staying true to the core values of what I believe I wanted to represent, it's evolved into something really, really special. So just created, I created um, this, the podcast and everything else just to keep sharing and sharing and sharing. And to be honest, I'm continually discovering continuing like continuing to discover who i am and what i want to bring forth and that is huge in staying true to yourself because and just a, a quick uh i guess reveal of things that i don't tell too many people quite often uh, i used to be uh, a competitive bowler i used to do 10 pin bowling and, and travel the country in tournaments and I think that one of the most important things that my coach ever taught me was uh, when I got upset, you know, or angry over a bad game or a bad competition, uh, she would come up to me and say, go back to basics, you know, and I think that's so true is go back to the basics of what do you know to be true right now in this moment? 
you know what do you know that you you enjoy doing right now uh what do you know that you dislike doing right now and start with that because if you don't have that foundation set up you really have nothing to go off of and at at the end of the day i think that whatever that foundation is it's built into you in a way where when you start to follow that path things just kind of fall into place like most of the time or at least way better than it does when you're like eh, i'll just try this you know and, and so that was something that you know i've noticed personally and, and i'm sure you felt it too uh just with things kind of clicking when you when you start to do the stuff that really aligns with the person you want to be um so yeah. so that's just uh you know little little tidbit there you know most people don't know I, I don't tell them that i did bowling because i used to be very overweight so it was like the only sport that i could actually do because it didn't require running you took about you know six or seven steps and the the action was done right so it's not like football having to run around on a field or anything um but but yeah i think that there is a quite too often a time where we will be the first ones to jump onto Facebook and to publish something just to make people, uh, you know, think that our life is all smoke and mirrors and perfect. And it's time to start being truthful and being vulnerable and being open. Uh, I just had a talk with someone the other day. He was saying, you know, when we were in high school, that wasn't the cool thing to do, right? Like being vulnerable and open about your feelings and, you know, like a guy telling another guy what's going on with him, like it just didn't happen. And I think that's what sets so many people up for for having this problem, don't you? You know, uh, I went through it. I get it. You know, I I went through it. I drank the Kool-Aid. I listened to all the societal ideals. This is what you should do. This is, you know, the way you look. This is the way you act. I get it. You know, I came from a small town and most people from where I'm from, that's what they do. I mean, they get married young, they have kids and they follow that course. Um, I was lucky enough to have a bit of an awakening (laughs) Um, and really pave, I think, a bit of um, my own path. And it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. And, you know, when you step out and you are yourself and you step into your power and you just put yourself out there, people can, you know, not be as responsive um, as you would prefer. And some people have a lot to say and... um, And that's fine, too. You have to realize that just I love Marianne Williamson, what she says, you know, who are you not to shine as bright as you can? You give others permission to be the the light when you can step into your own something along those lines. Um, But it's so true. And that's what we have to do. And we have to support each other because you live once and life is short. And I know that I had to fight a lot for my my happiness. It didn't come to me easily. I was not taught that people were happy. You know, I, I saw a lot of pain. I saw a lot of struggle and a lot of heartache. And that was what I saw for most of my life. And I fought to get on the other side of that. And um and I'm not going to give that up for anything else, you know, yeah. not for anyone. That's awesome. So tell me, what is uh, the name of your podcast? Where can people find it? Uh, what should they be looking for on your website? Things like that. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so the podcast is Divine Lifestyles with Tara Migalski, um, Transforming Your Life with Purpose. And I interview people from um, addicts, family members who have um, fa- um, addicts in their family, to people who have amazing transformational stories of losing weight, um, outer body experiences, near-death experiences. And the, the whole purpose is to share powerful stories of healing and transformation give really cool tips of how you can if someone is struggling so daily uh daily care um tips um self-care daily practices to different coaching tips depending on who i'm interviewing because i think it's really interesting because everybody has their own story and everyone has their own struggles and some people are going to resonate with your story my story so i just really wanted to create a space where people can have an unapologetic truth-telling create a sacred space of sharing and really become a resource center for people who are struggling or who need motivation. Um, you can check out my website, uh, taramigalski.com. That's, uh, you'll put it up there for people to see. Um, on my site, I have my YouTube videos, I have my podcasts, and I also share a bit about emotional eating. So if you sign up there, guys, you will get a free um, emotional eating, uh, 10 simple steps to overcome emotional eating. And also, I just ask that anyone who's listening that enjoys, um, that checks me out and is kind of feeling my mission and and into what I'm up to, to definitely reach out um, and definitely rate, review the podcast because that's huge, as you know. To really stay relevant in this online world, we need people to engage a bit. So I just ask that if anybody... You know, check it out. If you dig it, just subscribe um, and let me know that you're there because I love connecting with people online. Yeah, awesome. And, and thanks so much for spending some time with us today. It's uh, I just want to uh, to add to that, that uh, far too many people, you know, listen to the podcast and don't realize that we're just real people like you too, you know, and so yes. it's always amazing to, you know, I woke up this morning and had an email from somebody who never met before and, and found the podcast. So definitely reach out to Tara if you've, you know, heard this episode or checked out her podcast or her website and uh, say hi and tell her where you're at in life and and what your dreams are and uh with that i think uh we'll say thanks so much for being here and uh we'll definitely talk to you again soon thank you thank you for having me dear thanks for listening to this episode of the year of purpose podcast we hope you enjoyed it don't forget to leave us a rating and review if you loved this episode now are you ready to live life on your own terms head on over to www.yearofpurpose.com right now for the tools resources and the roadmap to living a life rescripted and tune in next week for another episode of the year of purpose